the, the, the beard, the, the, the everything it has to come back because guess what? Glory to God. Um, it gets cold here in Michigan. Now we got the Sam, we're recording the YouTube with the with the Samsung Android, but we're doing the podcast on the Apple. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm strange like that. Um, I like um, Android phones, but I love me some Apple iPads. Now I just, I'm just, you know, glory to God. Pray for me. Pray for me. I solicit your prayers. I need your prayers this week. As we continue to, to fight the enemy, but I'm finding out that it's not my battle. Yes, uh, many times as you try to go in, you call yourself fighting against things. You're not fighting against. Uh, you're not fighting against people. You're not fighting against jobs. You're not fighting against. Uh, you're not fighting against children, husbands, wives. You're fighting against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. You're not fighting against uh, um, ex-wives or ex-friends uh, or whatnot. But you're fighting against, sometimes you're fighting against a system. You may be fighting against, in the name of Jesus, a system of, of racism. And that is a spirit. You may be fighting against a system of, 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 of prejudice, and that is a spirit. Uh, let me get this right because I don't want you to be cut me off because I can't get my stuff together here. You just look at me on. You may be fighting against an your past, and that has a spirit in it. Ah, you may be fighting against, in the name of Jesus, uh, failures, and that's a spirit. You may be fighting against all kind of things that's trying to keep you down, trying to keep you bound, trying to keep you, you know, all messed up. But that's okay, though, because I'm finding out that at the end of the day, we have the victory. It don't matter what the devil is doing. We have the victory. It don't matter what the enemy is trying to plot. We have the victory. Go me to Matthew chapter 28 and around verse number 19. I want to show you something in the word of God very controversial thing it's not really talked about in some churches i know in the apostolic church is really talked about a lot but some churches don't really speak on it but there's a controversy out there in the church mm -hmm. we'll call it a controversy we'll call it a disagreement we'll call it a, i guess a difference in philosophy but i'm understanding and realizing now that certain things you cannot do unless you have the revelation that that is what god wants you to do the Holy Spirit himself has to reveal some things to you that you would not understand unless it was the Holy Ghost is the one that revealed it unto you. I do call by shit. You may be in church. You may be a pastor. You may have been through the seminary. You may be in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, a believer of God, a, a studier of the word of God. You may be uh, have more degrees than a thermometer. You may um, pastor a church. You may... Retired from passing the church, you may left it. Whatever you've done in yourself with your life, understand this: is that is some things you cannot get unless the Holy Spirit reveals those things unto you. My God, it's like you're in a storm. I hear real good. Some things you just can't get unless the Holy Spirit of God reveals it to you. Mm -hmm. Unless the Holy Spirit of God reveals it to you. Unless the Holy Spirit of God manifested it to you. Unless the Holy Spirit of God makes it known to you 
the Bible says something about very interesting. Um, Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say I the son of man am? Meaning that Jesus wasn't asking the question to get validation from his disciples. He was just, uh, what's going on out there? What are, what are they saying out there? What's, you know, who do uh, they say that I the son of man am? And they begin to say, well, some say thou art Elias. Some say thou art Jeremiah. Some say you are one of the prophets. John the Baptist, perhaps, don't risen from the grave. Different things were out there. And Jesus said, okay, then who do you say I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, well, we believe thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's what Peter said. And, and Jesus said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. No man can call Jesus a Christ but by the Lord. So the Lord has to reveal to you who the Lord is. I'm a, the Lord has to reveal. God has revealed to you who his son is. God has to reveal to you all his son is. There's some things you cannot get unless the Lord himself reveals it to you. Uh, it's revelation. And it's revelation knowledge is going to give you the knowledge we're going to get ready to talk about right now. In the book of Matthew chapter 28. Now understand something also. That Jesus walked with 12 men, his disciples, and one of them betrayed him. Judas Iscariot. We know that, right? Do you know that? Sometimes it's funny, it's crazy because you never, you can't get betrayal off an enemy. Your, your enemy didn't betray you. Your friend didn't betray you. No, uh, 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 no, no, excuse me, excuse me. Your enemy didn't betray you. But it's a friend that will betray you. Let's see how the enemy try to take you, try to take you, try to take it, man. You got to keep praying. You watch him, he'll try to take your mind. A friend, yes, can betray you. A wife can betray you. A husband can betray you. A child, a child can betray you. Somebody out in the street, somebody, they can't betray you. An enemy can't betray you. But it's only the ones who are close to you that betray you. It's, it's, it's those who are, um, glory to God, that may have ate at your table, slept in your bed, that you don't let borrow the credit card and whatnot, and don't ran your credit card bill up. You know, I did it to myself this weekend, but that's all right. Mm. Because sometimes, guess what? You got to treat yourself, baby. I'm going to show you what um, only can be revealed to you through the Holy Ghost about baptism. If you believe it or not, baptism is a controversial subject. It is a controversial topic. It, it is. And, and here's what I'm saying. The former is controversial. And this is not talked about mainly in the apostolic church. We, they, we, we, they really go there, but, you know, others really don't. But the formula that most people use and what you hear on the television is, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm not saying if you was baptized that way that you are not saved. That is not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is that when you have information of something that is done in error and incorrect. And once you realize what has happened, and once you've been revealed to you what has happened, it's your responsibility to make something different happen with the information that you didn't have before. <laughs> God, I don't believe, I, another uh, pastor, the preacher said this the other week ago, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, I mean, he said, I, "God, I don't believe God is in the business of sending folks to hell with information that they didn't know. If you didn't know what to do in a certain situation, if you didn't know about certain doctrines and certain things, why would God 
punish somebody for what they didn't know. But if you did know the information, so to a by high. If you did know what to do, if you did know that something needed to be done in a particular way, then I do believe you are responsible for that information. So when God revealed to me um, what it means to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and once God revealed to me what that meant and what that means, it, it was my duty then to do what God had revealed to me. Now, oof, man, I never thought I'd be talking about stuff like this. Mm -mm. No, I did. I did not think. Um, Matthew chapter 28. Let me show you something. Here's where it all begins. Matthew 28. I'm going to read at verse 18. It says this. And then Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Wait a minute. Jesus said, this is after Jesus had risen from the grave. And Jesus said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Oh, my God, I love that. All authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Woo. Oh, watch this. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Now watch this. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that's where we, the controversy starts to begin. Go me to Mark 16, 15. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. Watch what it says here. Mark 16 and verse 15 says this. And he said unto them, go into all the world and preach to the gospel to every creature. Watch this. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Watch this. Now, I want to just stop right there. He that believeth and is baptized shall be Say, go me Luke chapter 24. I want to read some real quick. And I want to ask you some questions because I'm uh, I already see some things going on. Luke 24 and around verse. We're gonna deal with verse uh as this gives this like this be a storm right here. But and watch Luke chapter 24 and around verse 46. He says this. And he said to them, thus it was written, thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Wait a minute. Hmm. We're going to preach, he says, repentance and remission, forgiveness of sins, and it should be preached in his name. His name is Jesus. Now, Matthew 28 and 19 says this. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptized in the name of the Father. Father's capitalized. Of the Son, Son's capitalized. And the Holy Spirit. That's what he told his disciples to do. Jesus Christ don't walk, what is it, three and a half years with these men that he has trained, that he has taught, that he has blessed. 
that he has witnessed to. They have seen him raise the dead. They have seen him cast out devils. They have seen him open up blinded eyes. They have seen him say, I am the, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. They have seen all this miraculous things, signs and wonders. And, and they have seen all these things God has done. And when Jesus Christ rises again from the grave, he tells his disciples, here's your instructions. I want you to go, and I want you to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what he told them to do. Right, right. Matthew 28, 19. Go me real quick to the book of Acts, chapter 2. Something strange happens, though. And what would be strange to others, it may be strange, but it ain't strange to me. Once I realize what happened, what's going on. Acts chapter 2, and around verse number, say what? Whew, oh, this is good. This is, uh, not, let's just start reading at verse 1. I want to do that. What did you say? Do y'all want to start reading at verse 1? Somebody said, yeah. I thought I heard somebody say, yeah. Well, it's your, it's your prerogative, your wish. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to start reading Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to be at verse number 1. I'm going to quit now because it's going to be a storm out here. Wow. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. This is the day of Pentecost. All with one accord, and they were all in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Now watch this now. Now the Holy Spirit now comes in like a mighty wind. I need to get my pen because oftentimes I make notes in my Bible. Mm -hmm. Now suddenly, watch this now. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven, a sound from heaven of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. So the Holy Spirit just doesn't fill people, but the Holy Spirit has the um, um, wherewithal to fill the whole house. That means that my job, my car, my, what I'm riding in, what I'm wearing can be filled, influenced, touched by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says this, uh, suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Watch this. And then there appeared unto them divided tongues as of fire, as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. Now these there's clubbing tongues of fire, it sat upon each of them. Watch what happens here. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to love their neighbor as themselves. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to like give more than the tithes and offerings. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, no, I didn't say that, right? Okay, well, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they were, were nice ties and, and rings. And, 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 and you could tell they were filled with the Holy Spirit because they, they were church, church attendants. And because they were just so good and, and so kind. And because, nope. It was good and kind, folks, walking the earth at that time. And now it is today. It is uh, nice, clean-cut folks is walking earth now it's people who got great church attendance right now who uh but they they were filled with the holy spirit and they began to speak with other tongues oh okay as the spirit spirit kept us gave them the ability the otherance now 
I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit won't make you love your neighbor as yourself. I'm not saying the Holy Spirit won't make you give more. I won't say the Holy Spirit won't prompt you to work on your church attendance and whatnot. But that's what that but that was not the sign that they knew they were filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm -mm. Because the disciples had been walking faithfully with Jesus for three and a half years. Didn't the Bible didn't say that Peter missed the day? They had, the Bible didn't say, well, Jesus was walking one day and he had to go find Peter because he was absent that day. He had to go talk to John because John didn't attend the Bible study. Nope, he was there every day. Walking and talking and believing and, and, and speaking with the Lord. So, <laughs> they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know, this the Bible says that Except for you be born again, you cannot enter into God. That's what Jesus told uh, uh, Nicodemus. And he says also this, is that except a man be born of water uh -huh, and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So right now what you're looking at is a, a, a baptism of the spirit right now. I'm reading about Acts chapter 2, but I'm going to show you something interesting in a minute. Hang in with me though. Because Matthew chapter 28 says something very interesting. Jesus instructed his disciples to baptize them in the name, people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's what he said. That's what Jesus said, right? That's what he told his disciples, right? The men who have been following him for years, three and a half years, right? Well, let's, 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 let's go see what's going to happen. Now, they've been filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit. They've been filled up with the ability to speak with unknown tongues as the Spirit of God gave them, gives them the ability. Now, watch what happens here in verse 5, Acts chapter 2 and verse 5. It says, now, there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, from every nation under heaven, they were devout men. I told you they were devout men. But <laughs> they're devout men right now. They don't have the Holy Spirit. There are men right now who attend church that don't have the Holy Spirit. There are men right now who preach the gospel that don't have the Holy Spirit. There's men right now who know the scriptures, don't know the, they haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But let's go deeper. And when this sound occurred, well, says the multitude came together and were confused. Because everyone heard them speak in unknown and spoke speak in his own language. Watch this. And then they all met, were amazed and were marveled, saying to one to another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? How is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Now, let me just bring this up today. Can you imagine if you, maybe you like to hang out at Starbucks, all right? Everybody that particularly goes to Starbucks, I'm in uh, uh, Waterford, Pontiac area right now, and it's a Starbucks right here, right? Everybody goes into the Starbucks. I've been going here for almost, I can say maybe like five, six, eight, maybe eight years, you know? Usually, most definitely, 99.9% .9 of the time, everybody that comes to those doors speaks English. Can you imagine what would happen if I was to walk in, and when I walked in, everyone is speaking a different language. Some of them speaking German, somebody speaking French, somebody speaking Russian, somebody over here speaking uh, Spanish, somebody else speaking uh, of, from African nations, uh, Chinese, maybe all these people different speaking. I'm like, I'll be like, what in the world is going on here? And there's only one person speaking English, and that's me. <laughs> now, imagine this. <laughs> what if? 
if I, um, this Starbucks was located here, and that Starbucks was located in England. No, take that back. What if it was located Shakoba, Baja, right in the middle of a United Nations meeting? And in that meeting, you have all kind of different countries that are represented. <laughs> and such a much that you have to have an interpreter, right? Things that are said, whatever speaker comes up. Can you imagine if everybody's system and, and no interpreter was there? And here comes 12 men in. And all of a sudden, they all begin to speak these different languages from all these countries. And you have all these countries there from United Nations. And they begin to hear these men speak in their languages that they were born. But these people know that these men are not interpreters. They know that these men are not uh, having went to school for interpretation. And they don't speak only but one language, Tokoba. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere... They start speaking French and German and Russian and all these different languages. And all the only thing they're saying is of the mighty works of God. You will be all confused, right? And you'll be saying to yourself, how can these things be? Look, well, this, this is what happened here. And, and listen, Acts chapter 2 around verse number 8 says this. And how is it that we hear each in our own language which we were born? Because at this meeting, they had all kind of different people in, from different parts of the world. They had Parthians and Medias and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia. We got Judea, Cappadocia, Pontius, Asia, my God in here. We have people from Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and parts of Libya and adjoining Cyrenia. Visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Christians and their Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. When somebody is filled up with the gift, when, they, when somebody is filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit of God, and you hear them speaking in an unknown tongue, that's what they're doing. They're speaking in the wonderful works of God. And they're speaking in a language that they didn't go to school for and they don't know. Aradosha. But they're able to speak the wonderful works of God. My God in here. And that's what happened when they were baptized with the Spirit. Uh, of the Holy Spirit that was they were baptized in, in, in with the Holy Spirit now watch this now <laughs> let me go deeper how did they know they were baptized in the spirit because they began to speak with unknown tongues the wonderful works of God in the language they did not know they did not study and so they all and so they were all amazed and perplexed saying one to another whatever could this mean others mocking said they are, they are full of new wine but Peter, listen, they, they, they said, man, got to be drunk. But Peter, one of your 12 apostles, standing up with the 11, raised his voice and said to them, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. But these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. It's just morning, man. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And, and, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, 
that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. If you have sons and daughters right now, and they are filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit, then I want you to get ready because your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old man shall dream dreams. And that's me because I do a lot of dreaming. And on my men's servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out of my spirit. I will pour out my spirit in those days. On my men's servants and my maid servants, this is not a uh, just a man, Holy Ghost. This is Holy Ghost. It's not gender, just uh, photographs for anybody. Anybody, men servants, maid servants, old men, old women, young women, young men. I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above. Can I keep preaching? Can I keep going? And the signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great notable day of the Lord. It shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Did you see that? Whoever, whoever, I don't care who he is, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why I'm so amazed when people try to foot folks in hell that they don't like. There's some preachers right now. They don't like certain preachers because they left their church and now they want to throw them in hell. Mm. In order to get the Holy Ghost, don't matter what church you attend. Do it. The Holy Ghost is based on your belief. But that's not what I get to because we were talking about how in the book of Matthew... Jesus told these same disciples, Peter, the one who was preaching now, he told them to do what? He told them in Matthew 28, 19, he says, go into the world, make disciples of all nations, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. That's what he told them to do. But let's go. Many brethren, let's, let's read, now this is Acts chapter 2, verse 29. Many brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David. That he both was dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet, did you know that David was a prophet also? He ain't just was a king, he was a prophet. And so are you. You are king and a prophet. But let me, let me, Abosha. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of a fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. For he, see, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ. That his soul was not left in Hades, nor his, did his flesh see corruption. That Jesus God raised up, of which we are all witnesses. Listen, therefore being exalted. Now watch this now. Jesus gave commandment to them after his resurrection. And Matthew 28 and 19, they did what? Baptized people in what? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let's keep going. <clears throat> Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, this is Christ now, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out the, that which you know now see and hear. For David did not ascend into heavens, but he says himself, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. My God in here, watch what's there. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ, and what Peter was saying is, and as he's speaking to the Jews, as he's speaking to the people, he's just preached the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is the death, 
burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He just preached it to him. And he preached it to the people who know fairly well and good and well what he's talking about because they were among the crowd that was yelling out, crucify him. My God. And he was crucified. And Jesus was buried. But he rose again the third day. And Peter is saying what you're seeing right now is the evidence of this and what has happened that God has made this Jesus that you crucified is he, God has made him both Lord and Christ. Still doesn't really get to what I was talking about, but it's going to happen. Because in Matthew 28 and 19, it says what? Jesus told his disciples, go into all nations, making disciples of all nations, and baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So let's see what happens. Watch this now. Peter gets done preaching. This is Acts chapter 2 and around verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, the both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What do we do then? You got us, Peter. Yes, we did. Hallelujah, crucifying. And yes, we've seen him crucified. And it's evident that he has risen from the grave. Because now of all this, we know. We see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We see you speaking with unknown tongues. So the Spirit of God gives you the ability of utterance. What can we do, Peter, that where we don't just perish? Yama Kuba. Well, here's what Peter said. He's getting ready to say something interesting. Acts chapter 2 and around verse 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name, here it is, of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. He didn't say that. Wait a minute, what happened? Oh, let me let me read that again. Rep Acts chapter 2 and around verse 38. Now remember now, Matthew 28 and 19. Let me write it right here. Matthew 28 and 19. Now, also, you got to understand something about Peter. Peter is the one who said, Jesus, he, Jesus, when Jesus said, who do men say, I, the son of man, am? Peter was the one who said, well, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed us unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Now, watch this. Watch this. Something's going to happen. It's going it's to be, be crazy. You got to watch it. Then Peter said to them, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Wait a minute here. I could have. Uh, didn't Jesus say in Matthew 28 and 19 that you are to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? Then what is Peter talking about over here in Acts chapter 2 and verse, uh, in verse 38? Why did Peter say, I'm going to baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ? And I heard men try to, that, that don't believe in this, try to explain it away in all kinds of different ways. These Some some say, well, that was just for the disciples. That was just for the apostles. That was just for that day. But Jesus, when over here in Matthew 28, was speaking, no. If anybody got a revelation of who Jesus is, it's Peter. If anybody has, because Peter, uh, Jesus already told Peter that flesh and blood is not revealed as underneath. So the Holy Spirit himself has to reveal you, that God himself has to reveal to you exactly whom Jesus is. I call by side. Can't nobody call Jesus Christ but by the Lord. 
according to the Bible. So Peter got the revelation. Can I give it to you? That the name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. And the name of the Holy Spirit is Jesus. You can't get to the Father unless you go to the Son. You can't get to the Son unless you call on his name, Jesus. You can't get the Holy Spirit unless you go through to believe on Jesus. The name. Woo, that is, uh, that, that is something I ain't said in almost 30 years. Listen, you can't get to the Father unless you go through the Son. You can't get to the Son unless you call on his name. You can't get the Holy Spirit unless you call on the name of Jesus. There's no way around it. Peter got the revelation that Jesus is the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So if you want to be water baptized, now that you have the revelation, if you believe it with me, that's cool. If you don't, that's unfortunate. But we have laid it on the line. You know the disciples. You know Peter was not going to go rogue and say what he wanted to say, especially after being filled with the Holy Spirit, and especially after receiving the instruction from the Lord in Matthew 28 19. But he got the revelation of whom the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is. They all come through the name of Jesus. My God. So, God bless you in Jesus' name. If you want to be baptized in water, now you got some revelations, some information. If you don't believe it, that's all right, too. Because this thing, like I said, cannot be revealed unless the Father himself reveals it to you. So, but I pray right now that Abushah, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you will one day be water baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And when you do, you receive the mission, remission for forgiveness of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.